What's going on, gang? Welcome to a brand new Tuesday episode of the Love First Show. It's your boy. I'm here with a fucking glass of water. I hope you have one, too. We're going to get hydrated by the end of this. All right? So start fucking drinking up. Get Be a part of the water, gang. Take care of your goddamn health. If you do two glasses of water by the end of this, fucking message me. All right? I'm going to congratulate you. That's all I'm saying, you know? I want you guys to take care of yourselves out here. It's going to be a fucking wild ride, all right? How are you guys? Just wanted to say you can listen to this episode ad-free on patreon.com slash lovefur. Download the Patreon app. Uh, you get a premium episode every single week. And, you know, there's a community there. You can comment, like the episodes. We can chat with you. And if you have an email, send it to lovefirstshow at gmail.com. If money's tight, you can't swing the 5 bucks a month or the 10 bucks. I totally fucking get it. Just do something to support the show. Send it to a friend. Post it on your Instagram story. Subscribe on YouTube. You know, leave a five-star rating on iTunes. Um, just do something. It really fucking goes a long way, honestly. It makes a huge difference. All that shit adds up. So I appreciate all you. Let's fucking get into the show. Let's get into the fucking show. We got so many great emails today, man. We really fucking do. Um, it's been a while since we did a little solo, since we caught up with one another. You know what I mean? So let's do it. Let's just jump right into a fucking email. Let's do this one. This one's called uh, Hinge Guy Wouldn't Even Sleep With Me. All right, buckle in. Hey, love, love the show. Listen to your banter every week. This is kind of a long story, so I apologize in advance. I recently met... This is not even a long story. I, everybody's so self-conscious about the lengths of their emails. This is like a fucking... This is like one paragraph. Um, I recently met this guy through Hinge. He's super great. We decided to go for a drive to get to know each other. I feel like that's a good idea. That's a good... Uh, I love being in a car with people. You get to play a little music. You get good conversation going. Um, also, it's great because you're going to get to know if he's a good conversationalist or if he's going to drive you to a fucking murder house. You know what I mean? That Almost every serial killer starts with like, hey, you want to get in this car? <laughs> so I, you're taking risks out here. I can fucking respect it. Um, but yeah, she goes, there was no forced conversation and we vibed really well. He immediately asked me to hang out again. And when he was dropping me back off at my place, we went for breakfast the next day. Okay. Again, we couldn't get enough of each other. He ended up coming to, up to my apartment for tea after our breakfast date. He hung out for four hours that day. He didn't even, he didn't even attempt to kiss me. Just asked if we could hang out again soon. He, oh, I could feel the tension, you know? You're having fucking tea. You're staring at his chin. You're looking at those luscious lips. You're like, is this guy going to fucking finger me with, with fucking tea on his hands? Is, that, is this is it going to fucking happen? You know, you're starting to get nervous. You're getting excited. You about to get the crumpet fingers? Um, <laughs> so he didn't even attempt to kiss me. Just asked if we could hang out again soon. He came over to my place to watch a movie the third time we hung out. We barely watched the movie and just talked the whole time. He was at my place from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. that day and only kissed me once. I want uh, I wanted to take things slow. I don't know. Hang on, hang on. I had plans with a friend that night and he stuck around to meet, meet her. 
Wait, I don't even... Oh, he stuck around to meet your friend. Okay, I fucking get it. But later... I'm so bad at reading now. Then left, but came back afterward and ended up sleeping over that night. We didn't have sex either. He claimed he hasn't enjoyed a girl's company this much in a long time. He And wanted to take things slow. I didn't hear from him for three days after that. And I wasn't sure I would. But then he messaged me that Sunday morning asking if he could come over. He got to my place around 9 a.m. and didn't leave until 11.30 a.m. Monday morning all right so he's put in a lot of fucking time um within those 24 hours he asked me a bunch of serious questions we had the sti talk he asked me if i'd slept with two guys in particular already knowing i slept with them which i thought was questionable asked me when i had sex last and we also had the relationship talk i don't know about you guys but i'm getting a lot of fucking bad vibes now i mean this started off great my, my camera's fucked up here. But this started out great, but I'm getting some fucking weird vibes now. I think this guy's asking a little too many questions up top. Having the fucking relationship talk. I mean, this is what, like your third hang? Um, I won't get into the context of these conversations, but they didn't go very smoothly. He basically caught me in a lie about when I had sex last, but it was none of his business to begin with, in my opinion. Of course it's none of his fucking business. Um... You should have just cut it off there and been like, yeah, I don't think we should talk about this right now because like you're, you know, if you're going to be insecure or possessive about it, I don't want you to fucking get pissed. Um, after all that, there's no good thing that will happen from a conversation when you're like, when's the last time you had sex or who was the last person you had sex with? There's no reason to have those fucking chats. There's really not like the at best case scenario. You, you know, you tell the guy you had sex a week ago and he's like, oh, okay cool and he and he, he he like takes a fucking swallow takes a breath and is just like let's move on he's like i got no right to be offended by that and you just keep it going but no matter what there's going to be a fucking energy dip from that conversation you know what i mean so i don't know why anybody would ever fucking bring it up and i think guys that would bring something like that up it shows uh there's gonna that's definitely a fucking big red flag when they start bringing up like who was the last person you had sex with that's no good that's no fucking good so um. yeah you guys are on your third hang he quote unquote catches you in a lie about the last time he had sex Um. after all that he said he wasn't sure he wanted to see where things go and that he doesn't really want a relationship yet he still slept over and would cuddle up to me and say things like I really like you like I really like you a lot your voice is so beautiful I listen to you talk all day and I haven't had feelings for a girl like this since my ex-girlfriend. Anyway, he didn't even want to have sex with me because he was afraid that it would amplify our feelings for one another. So he cut things off completely and doesn't want to see me. Even though he literally acted like my boyfriend when he was with me. This is so confusing because I genuinely felt like he was super into me. I'm definitely not imagining things. Do you think he just spooked himself? And if so, is there anything I could do? Because he still claims to really like me and said he loves hanging out with me. He just apparently doesn't want a relationship or to hook up. If you take the time to read this, thanks so much. Oh, we fucking took the time. And guess what, baby? Guess what? We're going to dive in, all right? I got my fucking glasses on. I look like a lesbian. We're going we're gonna to dissect this whole fucking thing. Let me tell you something. Let me truthfully tell you something. But this fucking can't... Guys, don't buy Logitech ever. This fucking camera sucks cock. Um... You really dodged a bullet here. I think that you shouldn't even talk to this guy. I really do. I think this this guy might have been a serial killer. Not a serial, you know what I mean. But fucking, there's just so many weird red flags here. Him asking about the last time he had sex. Him like That probably kind of killed the tension for it. The fact that he was so slow to jump on the gun, didn't make out with you, didn't even fire that shot after like three, four hangs. 
I mean, this is nothing but fucking red flags all over. This is like a walking red flag. You're covered in them. You're fucking covered. It looks like the goddamn Olympics here. There's fucking all, all kinds of flags hanging from the goddamn rafters here, you know? Um, this guy really sounds like one of those dudes that wants to control and manipulate a little bit of being like, oh, you know, we're not going to fuck. I, I, I'm not seeing it that way. I want to take it slow. And then at the same time being like, I really, really like you. It's like, no, if you don't have hesitations, if you if you really like somebody, if you're sexually attracted to them, you, you fucking, you, you, you find ways to make it work and take it slow in today's, you know, in today's economy isn't let's like not even fucking put our hands on each other for four days, but talk about how, how much I love hearing you talk. It's like, no, that's called taking it psycho. All right, that's not fucking taking it slow. That's taking it psycho. Put it on a fucking shirt. We just we just coined that shit. I mean, how ridiculous is that? You're like, you want to take it slow, make out, you know? Maybe do a little do a little over the clothes, maybe a little hand jibber, you know what I'm saying? But the fucking to do all this weird controlling shit. I mean, this guy's got some fucking insecurities, baby. Let me tell you. I mean, everybody's everybody's got them. Everybody's got fucking insecurities, but they're they're pouring out here. Was anybody else like feeling it? You know what I mean? You were feeling the fucking the right around the middle is where everything shifted. You know what I mean? Him saying like, "God, I I really want to take things slow. I haven't enjoyed a girl's company this much in a long time." Then he doesn't talk to you for three days. Then he's like, "Can I come over?" Realistically, he's probably got like an ex that or or like a girl that he's you know having problems with right now and figuring out if he's into her, if he's into you. You know, but at the end of the day, we just don't fucking have time for this. We really don't. This is just fucking silly. You don't want to be with a person that's going to be this fucking confusing and complicated. You got to take those hints up front. Like when somebody gives you these hints up front, you have to kind of be harsh with them. You got because you got to understand once the relationship starts, once you guys get cooking, it's going to fucking it's only going to get worse. It's only going to fucking amplify. You want to find people where you start flowing and these kinds of problems are avoided in the first place. I think this guy's got a lot of mental growing to do. You know what I mean? In general, unless you are, if you're a dude and you want to ask a chick and you want to ask a girl, when's the last time you had sex or like how many people have you had sex with? Um, you better ask being totally cool and totally comfortable with her saying this morning. That's the fucking rule. If you want to know the last time a chick had sex, okay, you better be asking because you're totally fine with her going, I still have a condom inside of me right now. There is no other reason to fucking bring that question up. And what drives me fucking nuts is that he wants to have the talk about STIs, which is a type of Honda, I'm assuming, but he wants to talk about fucking... STIs and STDs you know what I mean and while not having sex while not hooking up what are you a fucking doctor you just want to talk about it fuck out of here dude I don't like this guy one bit I think this is a humongous waste of your time I think that the the, the right move here is to ghost it's the right move here because this kind of personality I don't think you need to fucking sit and explain to him how you and what his actions may with certain people that's right to give those explanations of the jump this kind of situation you just fucking fade into the bushes just fade back lean out and don't even fucking worry about this anymore i think that's the only move here 
You know, I think that's the fucking move. I think it is. So, you know, let me know what you think. But yeah, don't don't fucking waste any more breath on this one. I I rarely give that advice, but that this is one of them. This one, fuck. I, I'm feeling fucking triggered, folks. My neighbors must think I'm out of my fucking mind, but you might have noticed by now. You know, I'm a fucking TikTok slut. I'm officially a TikTok slut. I talk so much shit about TikTok, about how it's Chinese spyware, about how that money goes directly into fucking China's communist government, and I stand by all that, but you know what? You fucking know what? The first video I posted got 250,000 views, so I just ordered two communist flags, and I'm fucking going Chinese. I'm fucking going. I might even fly to China. I don't know if I'm coming back. I if For 250,000 views a video, I might move to Wuhan. You know what I mean? So fucking <laughs> follow my fucking slutty ass on, on the talk before the government shuts it down for compromising our security. Um, you know. Should we do another fucking email? Should we, maybe this could be maybe this is going to be what we do. We do a fucking email. I'll riff a little bit. We do another fucking email. I'll riff a little bit. Maybe that's going to be the vibe. All right. There are a lot of emails, though. I do want to fucking catch up to this guy. Oh, and to the last chick, don't take the fact that he didn't sleep with you perfectly. Fuck all, or uh, personally. Fuck all that shit. Um, let's do this one here. COVID and complicated. Um, I know this gal. Great gal. Hey, Lev, longtime fan here. I was part of the Patreon before COVID, but then your girl wasn't making as much money, so please read on a Tuesday episode. I fucking got you. I feel you. I seem to have gotten myself into a complicated situation pretty quickly. I'm recently back in my hometown, kind of because of COVID, and I met this guy off Tinder who's in a similar situation. Looks-wise, he's definitely my type and surprised me with being a more spiritual and sensitive person than I imagined, and we hit it off on a deeper level. He hit my cervix, and that was, you know, that was pretty fucking deep. Because of COVID, we've been meeting on my patio and smoking weed and going on outdoor adventures without touching, but I can feel the sexual tension. The other day, my friend slash manager asked me if I knew anyone who was looking to join our team as a part-time freelancer associate to help in a busy time at the startup marketing firm I work. Jesus Christ, what a what a wordy sentence. At the freelance, we are a freelance associate business, and we're looking for professional entrepreneurs who are willing to join our cause in the upcoming caucus. Um, without thinking, I asked him if he was looking for a job, as he a re- he's a recent econ graduate and is unemployed. There's a big mistake right there. There's a fucking big mistake right there. Let me tell you something. Somebody you recently started dating, and by recently, I mean within the last year and you're not in a serious relationship, don't ever try to get them a fucking job. Don't ever bring, not like into your zone. Don't bring people into your zone because with most people you date, there's a fucking 95% chance it's not going to work out and now they're in your fucking zone. Okay? Let's just get that out of the way. Let's just get that out of the fucking way. Um, I understand. You're like, oh, you know, we're looking for people. He's unemployed. I get it. But they, well, you know what they say? The fucking... Uh, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's right. I, I read. To make matters stickier, he said that he has a girlfriend back in the UK and is in an open relationship. This doesn't bother me that much because I will be moving to Shanghai in a month or two, depending on the visa process. So I'm not looking for anything serious. We both had the conversation today that we were into each other and would have already hooked up if it weren't for COVID because I've been traveling and his mom is sick. 
so aren't going to do anything until I get my COVID test back. He says he's not sure if he would feel okay working together and hooking up, which I can understand. But I feel like if I'm going to be spending a lot of time with this guy and I'm going to be including him in my social circle, not physically distancing, then I'm going to want more from the relationship. I've been working on having less emotionally attached sex, and I'm thinking he could be really nice to have in this time that I'm back here. But I've somehow managed to complicate th- complicate things by being a generous person towards him. Yeah, that that's what usually fucking happens. What do you think? Could we work together and have sex, or would he have to pick one or the other? And if he chooses the job and no physicality, should I hire him knowing I'll be sexually frustrated? It's a pretty easy job. Anyone who is an intelligent can do it. I don't have to hire someone if I don't want to. We can bring in someone else. Communication seems pretty good and open, too, so that makes me feel good. Sorry for the long email. I appreciate your show. Keep laughing. Um, here's a pic of me. Yeah, I remember you. Um, the, you're in a fucking... Look, you got to look around you. Look to your left, to your right. It's looking pretty green. It's because you're in a pickle, babe. That's what's going on. <laughs> How fucking corny was that one? Um, Yeah, now you're in this fucking weird position where you're like, do I hire this guy who I already offered a job to or do I fuck him? Or you're like, do I hire him and fuck him? And then, you know, in the event that we don't hook up again, which is decently likely, is it just going to be super fucking weird at my job? Is it going to be shitty for both of us? This is why you could have avoided... This is one of those lessons where you could have avoided the situation entirely. Anytime I've ever done something like this, it has always backfired. You know, sometimes the best advice is don't be a nice person in that moment. That's the best fucking advice. So this is one of those of like... This is one of those you should have avoided this shit in the fucking first place. You know what I mean? And you're saying you, you want to have less emotionally attached sex, but is that really what's happening here? I mean, you, you're telling me you have no emotional attachment here? None? Because it, it kind of sounds like you do. It sounds like you're really vibing with this guy. You're offering him a fucking job, which means you kind of care a little bit, right? A fucking tiny bit. Um, I think the way you... My instinct is the way you get through this is you sit down with him and you go, all right, what do you want to do? Let's either fuck a lot and uh, or let's fuck and not work together. Or, uh, you know, you got three options. You fuck and not work together. You don't fuck and you hire him or you fuck and you hire him. Those are the three options here, right? I think what's most likely going to fucking happen is he's going to take the job and you're going to fuck him. That's what I think. And then it's going to like flame out or whatever. And then maybe it's going to be weird. Maybe it's not. Maybe you guys are mature enough to be able to just move on with shit like that. Not spread fucking rumors around the office. You know, not be, oh, I used to have sex. Maybe you're wise enough to do that. If you don't really care about this job, then uh, I'd probably protect your fucking work interests. You know, honestly, if you give a shit about this job, what I would probably say to you is ask him not to take the job and go, honestly, that was stupid of me. I shouldn't have complicated shit by asking, you know, let's just keep hanging out the way we were. And then within a few days, things will feel normal again. That is what I think the move is if you give a fuck about your job. If you don't, if this is like a temporary thing, then, uh, you know, then then it's not a really a big deal to fuck them and, uh, and hire them. You know what I mean? But if you do care, I would, my advice generally, and like, you know, we just had an email that was kind of similar 
and premise of uh, this chick was like a working professional. So she sent into the Patreon thinking about starting an OnlyFans. And my advice to this stuff is guys like fucking protect yourselves, protect your jobs, protect your careers. Because, you know, people people don't hold secrets. Talk gets out. A lot of people fuck in their workplaces. But like if you give a shit about your career, you got to be careful of that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? If you're going to be there for a while, if you're going to need those networks, fucking protect yourself, man especially now more than ever like in this fucking pandemic but i think if you do care you you fucking you you let them know and you go hey that was on just be like i'm an idiot i shouldn't have said that you know i'm i gotta learn to stop fucking just off you know offering shit like that without thinking about it seeing it through just blame it on yourself and just go let's just let's just hang out that's what i would do if you don't give a fuck then maybe fucking them and working together is not the worst case in the world um, this one I've been dying to read. This one's called Give Me My Money Back, which uh, I'm, I'm already fucking curious. Hey, Lev, I have a question that I would like a male's perspective on. A few months ago, my boyfriend was moving in to a new apartment and needed some help with a deposit, so I let him borrow about $700, which God bless the type of people that are like this, you know? I mean, I, I my fucking credit was so bad, like what was it two years ago and the only reason i even got an apartment i've told this story before because a girl i was hooking up with great woman co-signed on my fucking apartment we weren't even in like a relationship she just like took that fucking risk i definitely owe her one but shout out to the the angels out there I like that um i live alone in my own apartment so i was just helping him out which wasn't a big deal to me he told me he would pay me back out of each paycheck until he paid me back in full which i was fine with well, we ended up breaking up about a month ago, and he never paid me back the money. Do you think I should still ask him to pay me the money back or just leave it be? I don't want to come off as a bitch by asking him for the money back, but I also want my money back. Any advice would help. I just don't know what to do at this point. Thanks. Oh, baby, it's time to get fucking Jewish. Let's do it. I'm going to break out the fucking menorah here. Um, you need to absolutely make a effort to get your money back. What are you, what are you fucking crazy? You're just going to throw $700 away? For what? For fucking what? Why would you do that? I would, this is exactly what I would do is I'd go, hey, I'm like, I'm not sending this to, you know, be spiteful or anything, but like, I do need to start collecting on that $700 I lent you. Um, can we just like very quickly work out a fucking payment plan where you can start paying me back? Because like, just, and just tell them your money's tight. Just go, my money's really tight right now. So that way, it you know, you're putting a little fucking pressure on him, putting a little incentive on him, and uh, just go, so I do need to start fucking, you know, depositing that. That's the move. Don't be like, hey, bitch, what's up with that fucking 700? He's going to be like, what? Suck my dick. For-. You know, that. don't start that. Don't start off on that aggressive note. Try to come at it like a fucking, uh, you know, in a peaceful sense. But d- this shouldn't even be a fucking question, you know? You lent the guy money. He said he was going to fucking pay you back. Just because you broke up, I mean, you still had a business arrangement in place. I mean, what would Judge Judy fucking say here? If you went to talk to Judge Judy, you know what I mean? She'd fucking Febreze that 400-year-old vagina, and then she'd tell that guy, you need to fucking pay her back, right? That's what the fuck would happen. I used to watch a lot of Judge Judy, man. I can hear the gavel slamming in my head right now. She'd go, pay that woman, her fucking $700, okay? And you know what? I'm going to tack on another $15 out of principle. Now, just approach it fucking peacefully, respectfully, and just be like, uh, can we, like, you know, can you send me something today? Can we start working on this? 
Um, I would really like to get this debt resolved. There's literally zero reason that you fucking shouldn't. That you shouldn't, you know. You know what I mean? You know what I fucking mean? There's no reason. Why? So you don't come off as a bitch? Who gives a fuck? You already broke up with this person. Stop being worried about coming off as a bitch. All right? Every time as a woman that you worry about coming off as a bitch, you're going to lose a little money. You're going to lose a little fucking money. All right? I think you should fucking post this 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 uh, episode to your Instagram story just for that goddamn line. That's what I think. Um, let's do this one. Let's fucking do this one here. This one, it says it's urgent, so let's get into it. Hey, Daddy. Help me pretty please. Hey, Daddy, a.k.a. Lev. I hate to say this is time sensitive, but it kind of is. My guy is leaving in December, and I need some advice. I was on the Patreon but lost my job, so I had to cut expenses. I hope I'll be back soon. This fucking, it's wild, man. People are, money is tight out here, folks. I get it. I fucking get it. Everybody's taking a fucking hit. I'm seeing this guy I used to fuck. I hooked up with him a few times when I was in college, right after a breakup, and I went zero to anal real quick. Woo! My kind of girl. Good for you. Good for you. He was way older, like post-grad, when I was a freshman, but he was on a sports team, and so was I. We fucked a few other times over the years when he was in my city and vice versa, but now we live in the same city, and we've been having really great sex. Let me take a sip of this water. He's moving to a new city for a sh- for short term for school, and he said he's coming back and has said he's coming back to the city where I live. I have no intention of waiting for him if it's not going to be a relationship or exclusive with us for context when we hang out. It's like marathon hangouts. I work, and he'll do his schoolwork for hours, and we have sex, and then we both have a break. Like, for example, he was leaving for a family wedding and asked me what outfits for- to pick and made it a point to tell the bridesmaid he was paired up with was less attractive than me i know he's extremely sexually attracted to me but i'm not sure what to do with him leaving the city does he just want to keep fucking me because we have great sex should i tell him i want something more or just let him live in peace you know what i think honestly i i think corinne fisher was the one who brought this up on the show initially it was like let the guy be the one who fucking talks about exclusivity and bringing it up um let that you know it's going to take them longer but let them come around on their fucking own time if they really want to lock you down i think that's that's what helps create the 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 foundation of a happier relationship um generally my advice is don't do fucking long distance shit don't put yourselves in those positions you know maybe you guys will have a successful relationship at one point but if you start doing long distance in the meantime you might be ruining that you might be ruining that potential so think big picture here. I think the coolest thing you could do is play it super fucking cool. Play it super cool. Act like he's not even fucking leaving. I think that gives you all the power in the scenario. Let him be the sorry, be the one that brings it up. Let him be the one that starts the fucking talk of the, you know. If you get a guy to go, what are we? You just won. You fucking won. If you get him to bring it up, baby. You got all the power in that fucking scenario. It's pretty much whoever brings up what are we first lost. The other person's in fucking charge. They're in control. We're working on their speed now. You want to be that person. You kind of want to be that person. So in this scenario, I think you got to just fucking, you let it roll. 
All right. You let him lead. You go based on his pace. You go based on his fucking pace. You know what I'm saying? When he says something, you say something. But it's like chess. You're watching Queen's Gambit. He's playing white. You're playing black. You respond to what he's doing. Okay? We're, it, dating is a little bit like counterpunching. So let him throw the first one, feel it out, and then fucking fire back. But don't start a conversation about this. Um, you know, and also understand, like, he's older than you. You're probably this, like, young, hot chick that he's having amazing sex with. You, you, you're holding the power here. Let this guy want to lock you down. Like, be realistic with yourself, you know? That's my fucking advice to you. That's my advice. Um, as you know, I got a fucking broken TV right now. I got a, you know, my, my, my lady, my gal, broke the fucking uh, TV on accident when she was pushing it back into the wall. Man, I uh, she was Googling, like, TV screen cracked, you know, TCL TV crack. That's the, that's the company. It's a TCL. And uh, every single fucking Google result was like, my girlfriend threw my fucking signed football at my screen. She cracked it. You know, she's got a fucking temper. Does TCL cover this? Every single Google result was like, yeah, you know, I got into an argument with Babe, and she fucking broke the TV. That's, you know, I've gone through five TVs this year. She keeps fucking breaking them. She's a crazy, you know, she keeps fucking breaking them. What am I, you know? Every single one of these fucking questions about, if you just Google TCL TV cracked, every single result is domestic violence. Every fucking one is like, yeah, we got into a huge fight over her mother, you know, and they spell mother M-U-D-D-A. We got into a big fucking argument over her mother, you know what I mean? Every one of them. I know they're not having those problems on the fucking LG forms. If you Google fucking LG TV, it's all like, what's your favorite widget, guys? Me and my wife, we just love comparing our favorite widgets on the fucking TV. It's all happy people. TCL, it's like, yeah, does uh, does their warranty cover bullet holes? I got two of them. You know, you know how babe is. I got fucking two, you know. That's when I realized this This is a very much a TCL problem. The, I don't even think the problem is a is the TV. It's just it's just bad relationships. Bad relationships are a TCL problem. That's what's causing all their fucking screens to be broken. You know, but it's Cyber Monday. I probably got to order a fucking new one after this, but goddamn, man. I don't like having TCL problems. I want to have LG solutions. You know what I mean? Um, let's get into this fucking let's get into this last email. Maybe last one. Maybe we'll do two more. Um, you guys enjoy the email episodes? Do you like them? Do you dig them? This one's called Friend Zoned, Not Ghosted? Question mark. Hi, love. Love the show. I'm a big fan. I would love to have your insights on this very confusing situation. God, I mean, there must be hypnosis going around out here because everybody's fucking confused. Every Everybody's confused in these emails. I matched with this guy on a dating app and we really vibed. I love that this is like kind of how they all start it's like you know i met this guy on fucking hinge things were great and then it's just like a paragraph of then he fucked my mom and i gotta tell you i didn't appreciate that all right we really vibed i wanted to meet up but he was sick i said i didn't mind wow wow 
wild one. You don't even care. You might have co. You don't even fucking care. I said I didn't mind, and I brought him some food and juice from my work. I work at a coffee shop before our date. We got cocktails and then went back to his house. Look at these fucking super spreaders here, huh? He's like, nah, I'm, I got to stay home. I'm sick. I can't smell anything. She's like, have a little fucking prune juice. Have prune juice. We're going to Carabas. Look at these fucking wild ones over here. Um, back to his house where his housemates were having a small get-together with a couple of friends. I mean, man, we're seeing an origin story here, baby. This is the fucking Ebola stories. I can't even front, though. I've had a stuffy nose for six months. I haven't fucking, I haven't stayed inside for an hour. I really had a good time. (laughs) I really had a good time and got along with all of his friends, but left early because I had work the next day. The next morning, he met me at my work, and we went on a walk together and hung out for a couple of hours. And the day after that, I got his cold, and I started feeling like shit, so he invited me to come over so he could take care of me. I ended up spending three days at his place just watching movies and full-on living together as we were both sick. We had sex twice. Oh, you guys had that sick sex. That sucks. That sucks when you're like on top of somebody and you feel like your fucking nose is starting to run hard. I, I think one time I accidentally like just snot just started dripping out of my nose and she didn't notice and I really quickly fucking do that swipe. Whew. I don't like sick sex. Um, we had sex twice. The first time he came super early because he said he was nervous, and the second time was super uncomfortable because we were both hella sick. Um, the second time was super... Oh, he didn't come twice the second I would love it if he just had another excuse for why he came fast. He's like, you know, fucking... Every time I got a sore throat, I just come in nine seconds. Um, I like that this guy said he came super early because he was nervous. I really do like that. I find that very endearing. I find that very vulnerable and honest. It's a good move. After I left, he started being super avoidant and said he wanted to see me after work and would bring me some stuff I left at his house, but bailed last minute because he said his dad was sick. I mean, look at these. Look at these. This is a wild way to live, guys. In 2020, he kept on avoiding me, but I really needed my stuff, so I asked if I could just pick it up at his place. When I went over, it was super awkward. I didn't even come in, and he didn't even kiss me. just patted me on the back. Oh, man. A back pat. Wow. Wow. He. Oh, man, that fucking hurts. That hurts, man. This is why you don't offer people jobs, folks, if you are if you just started hooking up with them. Because one day you're having hot sex, the next day you're getting a pat on the back. All right? Once I left, I texted him that I could see that he had a lot going on and that we should not see each other for a while. And things got really intense really quick, really quickly. Which is you trying to control the situation, you you know, you trying to end it on your own terms. He texted back that he was relieved I felt the same way and that it was all super weird for him. Um, I hate simping for guys, so I laughed it off and so that we could still be really good friends. I actually, like, I actually really liked hanging with him and his housemates and still see other people. We barely talked at all for the next two weeks until he texted me on Friday night asking me to hang out at a get-together. I went over thinking... There would be more people, but it was literally just me, him, and his four male housemates. They're all super chill and nice, and I got along with all of them really well, but the guy himself was super off the whole time and kept avoiding being left alone with me. But when my best friend FaceTimed me and I introduced him as my friend, he was like, yeah, we're just friends, and sarcastically, and was super pressed about it. When we were left alone for like two minutes, he told me that he was glad that we were on the same page, and I told him that it was calm 
that I was trying to simp that I was trying not to simp over him, but we couldn't talk anymore because his friends came over. It was overall very bizarre. We didn't kiss once, and he just hugged me when I left. My question is, if he's obviously keeping his distance with me, why is he so pressed that I'm friend zoning him? I'm not looking for a relationship, but we down to be. I would be down to have a friends with benefits situation, even though the sex is terrible. So then, why would you even want to fucking have a friends with benefits? That me- that means you want more. Why would you want to have a friends with benefits if it's terrible fucking sex? It defeats the whole goddamn point. But he literally ignored all my attempts at flirting. What does this guy want? What type of guy invites a girl over to hang out with his four closest childhood friends? Basically turns down the opportunity to have sex with her, but then gets pissed every time I refer to him as my friend. Uh, Probably most guys. Here's the thing. Here's what happened. You guys had sex. He got nervous. He busted fucking quick. You said it was terrible sex. That means it probably wasn't great for him either, you know? It's never, it's never like this, somebody's like, that sex was fucking great. And the other person's like, that was the worst sex I've ever had in my life. Um, so what happened is you guys didn't fucking vibe in that way. You didn't connect sexually. You had six sex to start shit off, which is a fucking terrible idea. Um, you super spread. You probably killed his dad. But this is the thing. When a guy, like if a guy has sex with you, this is just a rule about men. If a guy hooks up with you and then... You know, you guys decide to just be friends, and then the conversation comes up. A lot of guys will like feel kind of threatened in the sense of like, like they want to know that they could still have sex with you again. You know what I mean? They want to know that the door's still open when it comes to other people. A lot of it is just like this male thing of like proving that we can get laid and that we can still have sex with like, oh no, but she'd still fuck me if I wanted to. Like it's up to him. You know what I mean? Like that's how he talks about it to his friends. Like, yeah, you know. I'm sure because that flirty thing is still there. You guys were attracted to each other. So, you know, but that's the way men are, especially young men. There's that kind of thing of like, nah, I, you know, I, the sex was bad. We didn't really connect like that, but she's cool. You know, she's a cool girl. I like hanging out with her. But yeah, you know, I could t- if I wanted to, we could totally stop sex. Like that's probably the way he's fucking talking about it. So I think if you're being honest with yourself, you know, the sex sucked. So you don't really just want to be a friends with benefits. You enjoy this guy's time. You enjoy hanging out with him. And it's not, it doesn't look like it's going to work out that way. You know, ultimately, I think it's just like either the sexual connection or the attraction just wasn't enough to get this guy to be like, yeah, let's fucking, you know, let's give this a shot, which is totally fucking fine. You guys just didn't click together in that way. The fuck you going to do, you know? So I think all you can really do here is, uh, Give it a little space. Don't come hanging out so often. Maybe every like two months. Be like, hey, what are you doing? You want to hang out with some friends? Like that. Don't don't try to make this person part of your main circle. Don't try to make this one of your fucking primary friends. Have this like this is just somebody you know in town. I think that's how you 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 leave things off. Everything's cool, everything's polite. You can follow each other on Insta. But uh you know, and he's gonna he's gonna hit when you post a hot photo or you post a hot story, he's gonna slide. So get ready. Get fucking ready. But let this be a fucking friend in town. All right. That about rounds us out for the week, folks. As always, if you have email, send it into the Lev First Show at gmail.com. Share this, the fucking show to your story. Tell a friend about it. Tag us, tweet us, do whatever you can. Leave a five star rating on iTunes and consider joining the fucking Patreon gang, man. Um, we're, there's going to be a new premium episode this Friday. I'm probably going to bring a guest on because we've done two solos back to back. And I love you guys, man. I really appreciate you fucking listening to the show, making it to the end of the episode. And I hope you guys have a fucking great week, man. I really do. You know, let's get back into the swing of things. If you're out of your fucking schedule because of Thanksgiving like me, let's let's uh, let's bring it home. 
and I'll see you guys on the premium. All right, my, my guys. Peace. dark darlings. Hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos. We're a small crew here at Something Scary, so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule. So that's why I want to tell you about our sponsor, Monday.com. Monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere. I really enjoy the visual ease of using Monday.com. It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.